0: What's up guys? You're listening to the Life in Motion Audio Experience, featuring interviews around travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up guys and welcome to episode 20 of the Life in Motion Audio Experience. In this episode, I sit down with singer-songwriter Cole to talk about how she used her talent and social influence to grab the attention of the Chain Smokers and also sign with their first record label. Check it out. Hey guys, I've got Cole here who is a young um, aspiring singer-songwriter. Um, she has an awesome following on her YouTube channel and she's also gaining a lot of traffic or traction with her music. Um, so I'm really kind of excited to talk about her journey, um, how she got started and where she's um, going to kind of take, take it as it goes along. Um, but anyways, Cole, if we can just go ahead and get into things, um, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you grew up, your hobbies, um, kind of what your story is.
1: Uh, my name is Cole, so I'm a singer-songwriter slash social media influencer slash YouTuber. (laughs) Um, I have been doing music, um, from ever since I can remember. I, I grew up in Springfield, Missouri, which is this little town. It's not the most glamorous city, but, you know, it works. (laughs) Um, I've lived here pretty much my whole life, and I love it here. It has a place in my heart. (laughs) Um... So I started taking piano lessons when I was about eight years old, oh, wow. and I I only took lessons for like half a year uh, because I hated practicing, <laughs> <laughs> and so I ended up quitting lessons, and then from there on out, I kind of taught myself. I never really was good at reading music, and so instead, I just learned how to play by ear so I can like listen to a song and then play on the piano okay um, that's just easier for me than reading music and so that's that's kind of how I taught myself from there and then um, just ever since then I would write little piano pieces on the piano and uh, without lyrics and then one day when I was about like 11 I was in my dining room playing on this really out-of tune beat up piano and I I started writing lyrics to this piano piece that I've come up with and I was like whoa <laughs> and I like shocked myself I was like I can do that <laughs> just like the, the moment that you like figure out a certain talent you have or like something that you're capable of it's like a really cool uh moment and you're like whoa I can do that <laughs> and uh I think everyone has experienced that at some point in their life but um that's kind of how I got started like from then on out I realized that it was something that I really liked and something that I was really passionate about, and so I decided to pursue it Like from that moment, and I'm that's where I am now.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. So you said you started at eight with the piano. Um, mm-hmm. Does your family have kind of a musical background, or is that just something yeah. they're like, hey, you should try this out? or like?
1: <laughs> yeah, so my both of my parents, uh, they actually met in high school when they were, they were both in bands. Oh, really? They were... I can't remember how the story went exactly, but uh, they were performing at the same gig one night or something, and they kind of bumped into into each other, and and that's how they met. And uh, then I came along (laughs) after that. So music has always been uh, a huge part of my life, part of who I am, part of my family. It's just in my veins, I guess.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. And then kind of like what you said you know, so, so it was kind of a mix of both which was my other question you know was it because of the musical background that kind of or them having the musical background that pushed you or was it um, you know like you said, at the other hand, one day you just kind of like oh hey, wow, I can actually I can do this It's this kind of fun and you just kind of went with it that way. so um, that's that's pretty awesome that you can also listen and translate that into <laughs> something rather than reading music. I'm not a mus- musical at all, um, but that's pretty exciting. So <laughs> so when you first started with the um, kind of writing your music and whatnot and kind of realizing, oh, hey, this is something I can do and that's something I kind of want to pursue, how old were you again when that, like, what was that time frame? What time you...
1: Um, I was about 11 or 12 years old.
0: About 11 or 12? Yeah. And then did... Was it just kind of like fun at that point? Like, um, I guess what I'm trying to say. How how did that kind of how did things kind of progress with that to like where you are now?
1: Um, so it was definitely something that I just like felt like there was something special about it. I was I like knew I was like this gonna be something that I could actually like pursue as a career. And and my parents they were very supportive of that and encouraged me. And so I think that was. that played a big part in it because like i when i when i first wrote this song the first song that i ever wrote i i didn't really show anyone i like showed my parents and they were like nicole this is like (laughs) really cool like you need to do something with this and i was like really and they're like yeah and i was like okay so i kind of went from there and i i i love it so i wanted to pursue it like all the way
0: (laughs) that's awesome so so to so start pursuing obviously you know you started writing music and whatnot um obviously you had to start figuring out a way to get your music out there whether that's with covers your own um your own original stuff or whatnot so is that how kind of the youtube thing started did that come did that kind of follow that or how did you kind of initially start trying to start getting traction i guess
1: so i think the first ever video <laughs> posted of me like singing uh My mom actually took a video of me singing Love Story by Taylor Swift. It was like my favorite song. I think I was probably like nine or something. It was in elementary school. And my mom took a video of it and she posted it on Facebook. And I remember being like so mad at her because I was like, (laughs) why did you post that? I was like, what? But I remember reading all these comments like from my mom's friends and from family members. And they were like saying that I was good and like saying that I had a good voice. And I was like, I do (laughs) like I just I don't know and so from then on out I was like hmm and then my parents they I was obviously too young to have social media then so they they started a YouTube channel for me and I did like covers and Mm -hmm. uh, would take videos of my little original songs that I did so they kind of posted those for me and that's what started like my social media I guess was Facebook and YouTube
0: that's awesome so just kind of the progression there and so, um, and so now, you know, you have, um, I guess to jump back into the YouTube and kind of how you started and whatnot, obviously, you know, on, on your channel right now, you have uh, your original stuff, your, um, and your covers as well, but also it looks like you have more or less some, some vlogs on there as well now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you didn't back there when you were nine <laughs> or whatever started, but, um, yeah. <laughs> how, how are you trying to use kind of that to... In the vlogs, including to fit into your overall brand and kind of help you um, try to accomplish what you want to accomplish, and and kind of help with the messaging that you're trying to put out there. I mean, if, for instance, you know, I know like your uh, your website is a pretty positive message about you know trying to find the best in people and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. does that kind of tie into the whole YouTube realm and kind of those scenarios? If that makes sense? Um.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I I just want people to see me as like a a normal down-to-earth person because I feel like with a lot of like celebrities or social media influencers people think that they live this like perfect life and like they have all this like money and success and fame and like I just want people to see me as like a normal person yeah and so like with those little lifestyle like blog videos that I do I just want people to see me like having fun with my friends and making the most of life and being a teenager, I yeah,
0: guess. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it, it kind of helps you connect a little bit in a in a different yeah. way with your fans or followers or whatnot. Yeah. Um, is do you, do you try to keep up with that side of things um, on a very con- on a consistent basis, or just kind of as you know, sometimes you're out doing something crazy on the weekend. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> and you just do it then, or do you try to keep like a, a, a more or less like a schedule or routine with it.
1: Um, I kind of just do it. whenever Whenever. yeah I don't really have a like a set time to to post any of that but
0: (laughs) so so then as far as like your process when it comes to writing the original music and kind of coming up with the ideas from it and even any of the content that you put out there Where's that kind of inspiration coming from? Is it the different experiences that you've had or you have on a daily basis? Is it other content that you consume or kind of a mix of everything? Or,
1: um, I def- It's definitely based a lot of my personal experiences and things that I go through and, like, my feelings and emotions and things like that. Um, I think I get most of my inspiration from other people, like the way they make me feel or the way that um, – they go about their life like, or things that they say. Like sometimes someone will say something, and I'm like, "What did you say?" And then I have them say it again. I'm like, "I'm gonna write that down." And so like, I'm just inspired by people around me.
0: Yeah. I think. So but, so like you said, if if somebody's out or you're with somebody and they say something, you write it down. Is that kind of how that works? You say so you write down like a line of something, and then try to build a story around that, or like, how does?
1: Sometimes. Uh, Like, if when someone says something that kind of, like, resonates with me, I'm like, whoa, like, I relate to that, and that's something that I'm, like, going through right now, so I could totally make that into a song that other people could relate to as well, and so I kind of make it fit what I'm going through, even if it's, like, totally not related to what I'm going through. uh, I just kind of make it more personal, I guess.
0: Okay. Uh, that's awesome, so yeah a little mix of all that, yeah, and then I think that you know you um, kind of used your some of your social influence uh, a couple years ago by kind of like the ultimate hack, which was <laughs> um, getting up on stage or having the chain smokers invite you on stage at their concert. I think it was in St. Louis it looked like it was yeah. a huge crowd on the, on the on the mm-hmm. YouTube video on there. Where did that idea come from? How did that <laughs> happen like?
1: So uh I was in the car with my mom and my dad and my little sister and then my friend uh and we were we were on our way to the concert and I just had this idea and I was like yo what if like they let me come sing up on stage and I was just like speaking i was just thinking out loud and my dad was like you should totally dm them and i was like what you're crazy i was like that would never happen and my mom was like no you should do it and so i dm'd them and then i like took a video and posted it on my snapchat and my instagram stories and i was like hey like telling my fans to dm them as well i had no idea it was actually gonna like get their attention but it did and uh we were Waiting uh, for them to come onto stage, we were like sitting in the like nosebleed section, and yeah. I get a DM from them, and I'm like, oh my god, really? <laughs> I think I screamed, and I was like, <laughs> I was like bawling my eyes out because I was like so shocked. And then their uh, their like manager or something came and got me from my seat and led me to their dressing room and I got to meet them and then they told me how I was gonna go down and stuff and then they actually brought us to a seat that was closer to the stage and so we got better seats. That's <laughs> and awesome. it was yeah, it was unreal. <laughs> it was so cool.
0: So it so literally I mean it happened on the drive up there which is you yeah. know what three and a half, four hours from Springfield. So uh-huh. that's that's why I didn't know if it was like you were planning <laughs> that before going to the concert or like no. that time frame so so obviously you freaked out once you got the dm <laughs> yeah but once it kind of got to the point of um and meeting them was probably pretty awesome as well but <laughs> once you got to the point where you know they're on stage doing their thing and then they you know start asking you know if uh, if you're out there and you actually it's time for you to just stand up in front of all those people what, what was that like i mean. I mean, I don't know how many, it, like I said, it looked like there's tons in the video. Yeah, um, was that the largest, one, I guess, was that the largest group of people for, that you've performed? For in front sure. of, <laughs> yeah. I would assume so, but, definitely. you know. Definitely.
1: Um, I was really, really nervous all in, up until the moment that I got on the stage and started singing. Like, as soon as I started singing, all of my nerves went away. Really? And it was the weirdest feeling ever. Like, I just felt like, I don't know, it was, it was so cool.
0: So so you just like, kind of more or less kind of blacked out as soon as you kind of got into your <laughs> rhythm of like what you knew right yeah. like d- did you it was cool did you know what song you were, or did you guys talk about what song you're going to sing yeah before or in the back or when you were backstage with them I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome I still can't believe that's like the best hack ever um, it
1: was so cool and so fun
0: <laughs> did um has has anything happened or like how did that help. Or did it help? I guess your um, your your following, or or kind of open up any opportunities for you? I guess from meeting them. I don't know if it was something where I don't know if you guys are still cool and talk to each other now, or, not, <laughs> or if it's just like a one-time deal, or like anything that it, uh, came out of it more than that, or.
1: Yeah, it definitely helped a lot with my following because they they made like a a little video clip for Instagram, and I was in it, and so I like got a ton of follows. I remember like. The morning, like, the next morning, my phone was, like, blowing up. And I was like, what is
0: happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. And I, like, kept getting all these DMs. And then uh, I started getting emails from these, like, producers from all around the world, like, wanting me to sing on their tracks. Really? And, like, a lot of them I turned down because I didn't really vibe with them. But um, there was a few that I actually really, really liked. And so I I actually, uh, one of the songs that I have out now with Disasco. Uh, be someone that was actually one of the collaboration tracks that oh. I did with him and he actually reached out to me from seeing me on the Chainsmokers. so that was a really cool experience um and yeah that it really helped a lot with my following I don't really I don't talk with the chain smokers as much anymore because they don't yeah I mean they're busy they've yeah got, <laughs> they've got a lot of things going on for them but uh could it could be
0: alive in in the future. Yeah, for you guys, that would be awesome. You know, <laughs>
1: that would be a dream.
0: <laughs> so, so is that kind of when it kind of started happening? Where, or I guess the first time that other people started reaching out to you, I guess within like the industry, or did it slowly start happening before every once in a while? Or was was that kind of, I guess, the more the, the turning point because now you're working with um, an independent label or whatnot. Now, so is mm-hmm. that was that kind of the tipping point that, that kind of the Chainsmokers instance or whatnot.
1: Um, I I definitely think that played a huge role in it. Um, yeah, that was probably the turning point for that. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. And then so and so to go back to the the other label that you're working with now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Was that um what was the name of them again? Streamcut. Okay, and where were they based out of?
1: Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Atlanta, Georgia. So how yeah. how did how did you get on their radar? How did how did they get on your radar? How did that kind of
1: so it's kind of a funny story how they discovered me. I uh I used to have a musically, which is, okay. is now called TikTok, but I used to post little covers on there and I guess, um, uh the guy that's my manager, his name is Remy, okay. he actually found me on Musically and uh and so he like brought me to um the rest of the team on Streamcut and they were like, I, I guess that's how they discovered me and they reached out to me and uh, They uh, paid for me to come out to Atlanta and meet the whole team, and I met with them and recorded a few vocals with them, and then we went from there. And I decided to sign with them. Nice. It happened really fast.
0: That's awesome. So (laughs) I guess that kind of attributes back to you pushing out content out there and kind of using that as a way to get discovered. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So what is that? I guess what is that like now working with them? you know, posts or, you know, recording your own, your own stuff or whatnot. How, I guess, what are the differences and kind of what opportunities, how, I guess, how long has it been since you have started uh, working with I,
1: them? I signed with them in January. In so, January. So, so, yeah. so
0: pretty fresh still. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess what opportunities are going to come or what kind of plans do you guys have with that? Um, I just, I guess basically a, a back door of what it looks like kind of working within the industry from that perspective.
1: hmm So I, uh, I'm planning on releasing one single a month for this entire year. So at the end of the year, I'll have 12 singles, which is basically an album.
0: That's awesome. So,
1: um, and I'm trying, along the way, I'm trying to release music videos and lyric videos and things like that along with it, um, as well as working with other artists on collaboration tracks. Um, the way that it's, I guess, different, uh, from being signed and not being signed is, um... I feel a lot more confident about putting content out because I have a team on my side that, mm-hmm. is, that is helping me and pushing my content more and uh, giving me suggestions, and, and really they're really helping me out a lot. So I'm, I'm really thankful for that. And uh, I think a lot of uh, one of my new singles, Your Sweater, I released it in January. Um, I think we're getting close to 54,000 streams. Nice. So I definitely think that uh, Stream Cut helped a lot with that. So I'm really thankful for that, and um, I'm hoping that my other singles kind of reach that as well, um, and I, I definitely think they will, because they're doing a lot for me. And they're helping me a lot.
0: That's awesome, yeah. and helping with the distribution. So yeah. So when you when you record, you know, you said you want to release a single every month. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you go out? Do you fly out there every time, or do you? Is there a studio here that you use, and you send them stuff, or how? How does that?
1: So I actually, I work with a producer here in Springfield uh, at Studio 2100. Okay. Uh, the producer's name is Jeff. He's a, he's a cool guy. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I work with him here. I basically, I write the song and then I make a little demo in GarageBand and Logic. I kind of use those both. And uh, so I send that to Jeff for him to kind of doctor up and then we kind of produce the track out together. And and we record my vocals. So I do, I do all of that here in Springfield. Okay. So
0: that's, that's awesome. And then, so kind of getting into, you know, where, where you're at now, um, as far as, you know, obviously you're still trying to build your brand, you're working on the new music. Obviously things are going to start to uh, pick up now that you're signed and whatnot, um, with more opportunities, um, obviously, you know, keeping up with the YouTube and school and whatnot, how, how do you find balance with everything? Cause I'm sure, you know, um, you're required to go to different places every once in a while and that kind of stuff. And just mm-hmm. so many things that joke about once. some people would yeah. think. So, so what, how do you kind of stay focused on what is important at that time?
1: So I actually, I graduated high school a year early Okay. Um, because I, I really wanted to pursue music and, um, so if I didn't graduate a year early, I actually would have been graduating this year,
0: okay. um, and I
1: definitely don't think I would have been able to have the opportunity to be signed and you know do all this traveling because uh, school would have gotten in the way. Yeah. And so I, yeah, so that helped a lot with being able to free up my schedule and and make things more flexible for me and give more time and energy to the things that I love doing and. I'm able to pursue it
0: more. Um, Bo- what's the word?
1: More.
0: I know what you're trying to say you're <laughs> able to focus more on else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so you mentioned obviously you know traveling and stuff. If you were, if you were graduating this year, um, mm-hmm. that would get in the way. Where what kind of travel opportunities have coming up or are coming up in the future?
1: So when I first started uh, recording my music, be, actually before I got signed, I would go to Nashville to record, Okay. because I had a, a family friend out there that uh, produced music, and so he um, helped me to record my vocals and, and produce all the tracks out for me, and so I actually used to go to Nashville a lot to record, um, but now with my record label being in Atlanta, I um, am able to travel back and forth there to... Just meet up with the team, hang out with them, and explore the city and stuff like that.
0: That's awesome, and I'm sure you yeah. meet other connections within the industry, not just with with that team, but everyone yeah. else from being in Nashville and Atlanta and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, that's awesome. Um, what, I guess, kind of, and that kind of rolls into you know the balance that you had, you know, from you know, you, you starting off, you know, when you're eight with piano, piano, now kind of progressing to where you're at now or signing, and um, things are, you know, obviously getting more serious for that. What kind of advice do you have for someone that is um, trying to pursue a dream or passion similar to yours, whether that is with the music, whether that is with the YouTube, or just kind of being in the public eye in that sense? Um, what's some encouragement that you could offer them um, to kind of help push them to kind of do do their thing and follow their dream
1: yeah so uh one of the things that I always try to keep in mind is that there are thousands of other people trying to do the same thing that Mm -hmm. I'm doing the exact same thing and so we really have us artists and musicians we really have to like push ourselves to be different and stand out and work harder than everyone else because um people will recognize when you're working harder or when you're Putting out more content or being more consistent and so um and and people will respect that so i think uh my biggest advice is be different than the rest and uh, be consistent and don't give up that sounds cheesy but if you have a dream then chase it and don't stop at nothing until you get to your goal.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And it's kind of good to be different. Is that, is part of that also kind of trying to stay true to yourself? Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: I, I think we, you know, we think that we have to fit into this mold and we, especially when we look up to all these celebrities and people in the media, you know, we, we look up to them and they're pretty much all the same. If you, if we get down to it and, uh, but, you don't have to fit into that mold, and I think the most important thing for me is that like i don't I don't want to change who I am. I don't want to put that um in jeopardy because I want people to love and respect me for for who I am and what I stand for yeah, and if they don't respect me, then they aren't they aren't the right fans for me, and they aren't like the right people will will respect you and support you so you don't have to worry about the people that don't, but you should focus on the people that do.
0: That, no, that totally makes sense. And that's um, a perfect way to kind of kind of wrap it up as far as, you know, kind of be true to yourself. And if somebody isn't vibing with you, then they're <laughs> probably not the right fit anyways. They're not yeah. who you're after. Um, yeah. So where can, where can people find you online? Um, where can people find your music online and kind of see what you're up to and, and kind of what's next and obviously see when you're releasing new stuff and whatnot?
1: Um, so my, my Instagram, that's usually where I post most on is the names at underscore or no, at the names underscore Cole, uh, C O L E. And then my YouTube channel is just Cole. Um, uh, it should be pretty easy to find and pretty much all my social media is just the names Cole.
0: Nice. Yeah. And all links, I'm sure you're on uh, Spotify and yeah, yeah. all that so good stuff.
1: On Spotify and iTunes and Apple music. It's also just Cole, C O L E.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again for, for coming on and kind of sharing your story and getting a different perspective of, uh, what it kind of takes. And, and it sounds like you're definitely on the right track for great things. Um, so it'll be exciting to kind of follow that and see, uh, see what you're up to next. So thanks again. Thank you. Hey guys, I really appreciate you listening and would absolutely love if you left a rating on iTunes, Google play anchor or wherever you're listening to this. Your feedback is our inspiration to continue these stories and grow.